Mike the Hobbit here. Lowdown Brown. Inviting you to check out Geek Some of the Influence, a podcast that pairs booze with conversation with good friends. And a little nerd culture. We get a lot of colorful conversation out of our episodes, but it is here for everyone. No gatekeeping. Always level up everything we do. We'll punch up, never punch down. Exactly. So check out Geeks Under the Influence everywhere you get your podcasts and join us or die. Shut the fuck up, Hobbit. Welcome to GUI Nights. GUI Nights. Yeah, I am Lowdown Brown. With me as always, Mike the Hobbit. This is the tangential side of GUI. This is like so many of those other shows that has the after the show bit mixed with a little bit of Baywatch Nights, so it's a little sexier. It's a little bit after hours. Uh, Also while tying it into the previous episode of GUI, so look forward to that too because this comes out the week after the flagship hour-long episode. So make sure to check out GUI Nights and uh, when you're done, you can go the fuck home. on Geek Father are those of the panelists and not those of the Geek Center of the Influence Network, their affiliates, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. This is for the parents and not for the kitties. Geek Fire! Can you try one more time and say no. Geek Father real loud? Geek Fire way out! I just did it. Hey guys, welcome back. That's right, if... You're joining us here with uh, the sultry voices of two bald-headed, bearded men. That's right. Uh, you're back with the Geek Fathers. I am mm. Scotty P. And I'll, by my side, as always, Mr. What's, Smash. What's up, buddy? Hey, man. What's happening? Oh, you had to do the coffee slurp. I did. Sounded so good. Ah, damn it. When we were checking. Yeah, I, I guess I'll let it slide this time only because we were already messing around with it. But here we are, guys, bringing all the trials and tribulations to being a geeky parent, but also trying to be the biggest geek of all, just a parent. We're back at it, man. Um, things have actually been pretty smooth. I, we, last episode was really fun. Yeah. Uh, we've had just coming off doing the GUI? Yes. Um, yeah, so a couple things to catch up on. Yes, I was able to be a part of the seventh anniversary GUI flagship episode. Well, I bet that was a good time. Oh, it was so much fun. It was myself, uh, Lowdown, F.U. Hunter, and of course, The Hobbit. So yeah, I was sad I couldn't be there. I know, man. Well... We we did joke about it on the episode. Remember that you know we definitely reminisce of the days where there was six of us. Oh yeah. With we were lucky to have two, maybe three mics at one point. Oh yeah. You well, know, you know, we made it. We made it. We made it work, and we decided so, to put videos out. Like, yeah. Well, this, we definitely <laughs> talked about that as well. We were definitely like, oh, at, at the time where we actually utilized YouTube. Yeah. Wow. You know, um, but we talked. It was a it was a great reminisce and. You know, of course, how far the show the shows have come now. Even the so, shows aside, I love all you guys. Absolutely, there's nothing but love around here. Beer, beer and coffee, clink. Oh, right. There we go. I'm not going to slurp my beer. Come on now. Anyways, um, back at it now. I had fun with the seventh year anniversary episode. Which um, by the time you hear this, I'm pretty sure it's going to be. Let's see. We released this one on the. Th- uh, Oh, what is Friday, the 22nd? 
So that means mm. you'll probably hear the GUI episode probably on the 29th for the seventh year anniversary. But still, Phil, I mean, you should still be listening to all the other episodes as well, just because. Um, That's right. If, I, I was not there, but I was there. You were there. Oh, we, I know. I, <laughs> we mentioned everybody. And well, I mean, you had to play the song anyways. That's true. We did do that. I'm always there in That's spirit. true. That is true. You do have your song, <laughs> which I'll let the listeners go back to GUI Flagship. If, if you know what we're talking about, awesome. If not, go check out GUI Flagship, and you, you'll definitely hear Kyle's luscious singing voice oh, yeah. for, for one of the bits on the show. Yes. So... Was not 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 too sober. We were living up to the name at, at that. I, I think that's the only reason why you you actually did it. Well, if you I were sober, we, I don't think you would have done it, or at least done it, it as well. Well, yeah, it wouldn't have come out as well. That's for sure. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it's, that, it's one of those things. Like I can, I played the piano last night. What the fuck? Right. I mean, obviously, I don't know how much of a thing this is, but I can see it. Like you sit down drunk, and all of a sudden, you know, you're playing whatever song comes down the pike, and then. Of course, you play sober, you sit down, you can't play shit. Nope. It's crazy how the liquid courage changes just a little bit for musical taste. Whether good or bad, well, it does change it. Faux show. Faux show. Faux show. So, uh, yeah, but overall, um, real good times and everything pretty solid since the last episode. Uh, we also had Easter, I was about to mention as well. That's right. Um, we're all good. We're yeah, all good. We're, well, I mean, especially for us not being religious people, as some may be for the holiday, mm-hmm. uh, the kids definitely were able to get plenty of candy, go find some eggs <laughs> in the front yard, and they, they, there's no excuse for... Uh, you know, they have plenty of sugar highs, I should say, until we re-up for Halloween. Yeah. I'll say, I mean, no matter how you how you approach it, if it's something that you've grown up with, it, no, the tradition of it all is is everybody can connect with. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. I love getting an Easter basket for my daughter. Yeah. You know, it was just, it's just to see, you know, just to see that that little extra smile. You know, mm-hmm. get a hug. Yeah. Yeah, see, the the boys are easy. We don't even have to do the full baskets anymore. Just them finding the eggs and knowing that there's candy and, like, some, like, fun little cheap toys that'll break within 48 hours. Mm-hmm. They're all about it. I had to do it differently this year. So, this year, instead of putting something in the eggs, if, you were, if, she, if she were able to get enough of the eggs, then she gets a prize on the back end. Okay. So, this okay. this year was, like, um, like, $10 to 5 below, which... Holy shit! Right. Yeah. Hey, even I'm like, holy shit! Ten to give me ten dollars for a five oh, yeah. below, I'll take it. That's what she got. Hell yeah! That's I'll take that as a prize. She, yeah, she oh she loved it. She had a blast. That's good. all that matters. Yeah, you know? they, right, right, and and that's what so many of the holidays and even I was just uh, mentioning as well. We you know we're just a, basically a couple months off, and and we're into summer break. Almost, yeah. Almost there, man. About to finish out another school year. Get things ready and, whew. Yeah, you know they're the, getting old. Yeah, yeah, and you've got two of them. Too. <laughs> yeah, you're, right. You're, uh, that's the that's kind of like the real difficult thing, especially with summertime. Is that it's like I love you know you love having them home, but at the same time, if they're not in a camp or something along those lines, or you don't have some sort of prearranged thing, it's, yeah, it can be it can be it can be difficult to navigate that. You know, because very much so. Yeah, especially if you're working from home, that's that's going to be the uh, right. That's going to yeah. be the well. Well, we we still have fortunately we 
personally have the good support system still. And uh, we're looking into a couple things. Like I, 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 I encourage this, and I, and I'm, I'm stupid for how late we joined up as well. But the YMCA, man, if you've got access to a Y, do it, man. The, the, uh, and and they, and a lot of them have been in place for so many years. They're revamping. They're coming back around. It's great for really all budgets. Uh, let me say, and the programs there are so worth it. Mm-hmm. Like I never, with Lo- Logan did a ninja that ninja warrior program for about a month or so, mm-hmm. and some of them are short term, some are long term. It just depends on what you're doing, what activities they have. But the extra physical activity he was able to get, his attitude was was different for a day or two in the middle of the week, just because of he was doing something he enjoyed. And now, I mean, you know, you can't always pick the right thing they're gonna there's gonna be yeah. something or if they work. enjoy it there's gonna yeah. be days where they just had a, a day right you know they're gonna have a day so, and they're not gonna be in that great of a mood yeah but their camp programs and summer programs are definitely ones that i encourage um we won't always use them but they're definitely there for when we feel the time is right and how the boys of course you know work out whatever they need to as well so i used to uh i used to we used to do after me and my best friend we used to do after school uh at the Y, um, especially uh, so. It, essentially, all we did was we, you know, we we played and we if we bought yeah. our suits. We went to the pool. I mean, it was actually kind of <clears throat> actually kind of awesome. Honestly, they yeah. used to have these overnight sleepovers. Like, so they'd have like these weekend sleepovers yeah. or yeah. an overnight thing. Right. And their massive like um, basketball court or area, they would turn it into basically that's your sleeping area. So you'd have all like, the kids your age and stuff. Bag and yeah, it's a it's a sleepover thing. Yeah, I remember yeah. doing that one night. Like, I did a lot of I I did a lot of so the wise why was always pretty good to us. Um, I learned I did summer camp there, and that's where I like learned to love archery. And got, go. and got yeah, really see, good at and it. and I even um, was it did I do I, I think I, I think I did a Boy Scout camp uh, one year. I don't think I ever did like the full camps at the Y. I definitely did occasional programs. There like different sports and extracurricular stuff, but there, dude, what was it about some of those camps, man? Where the archery and other things where you're just like, I can I can shoot an arrow. That's right. <laughs> you That's know, right. Give me a semi deadly weapon. That's right. And let me practice and get really good using. Oh, it. Oh, every you time know. I went to shoot, I was a superhero. In my mind, oh, in yeah. my mind, I was stopping some bad guy. Whether you were probably Green Arrow. With your little yeah, but I, I wasn't. Cat. You know, at that age, I wasn't a huge. I mean, I, I really didn't know too many. I knew what was out there in X Men and things like that. Uh, right. So who knows what? Uh, I don't know who I was yeah, probably and, and, thinking. In the in the nineties, the Archer characters were kind yeah, of. Uh, it was probably tier. more Robin Hood, to be honest with you. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair especially enough. the Kevin Costner one. Oh, for, I was about to say yeah. Thanks to Kevin Costner and everything like that. Oh yeah, Alan Rickman. I mean. Oh well, Alan Rickman and uh, oh shit, who else was uh, was was that um, Morgan Freeman? And Morgan Freeman. That's Morgan right. Freeman. You know. That, those were the and, actors we grew and up with. Patrick fucking Stewart at the end. Oh shit! Spoiler alert. King yes. King Richard, man. And Christian right. Slater. 
Oh, well, of course, Christian Slater, because we also grew up with Gleaming the Cube and some other stuff like that. Well, and so. he was, I mean, he was still really, you know, big at this time. He's a household name. I mean, yeah. he, he accomplished whatever he, you could. That, that was what, what a lot of people would consider his heyday, even though he's done other great projects since then. Yeah, oh, yeah. And a bunch of other random stuff, but that, that was definitely Christian Slater heyday of, like, if you didn't know who he was, you're... You're insane. Well, we talked you know? about uh, pump up the volume before. Yes, um, we were yes. going to do something on that. I mean, that's a, oh, that's man. such an underrated, forgotten, like great movie. I don't know how forgotten it is, yeah. but I know it's 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 such a great movie, and it's it's got to be underrated or not well known now, especially by a certain age group. True, true. Well, yeah. I mean, well, spoilers if um if we were able to make Galaxy Con this year, which honestly we if. If things go according to plan, hopefully we'll, fingers crossed, we'll still do, we'll, we'll be doing GalaxyCon 2023, but if we, uh, Pump Up the Volume was definitely going to be our spearhead for the panel we were going to do this That's year, right. and I was so looking forward to doing that, man. It was going to be so great. Yeah, I was, I, I was I mean, excited for that, I mean, especially since it's such a great movie, and it translates, I think it could translate well to, to today. For sure, uh, with you know, there would definitely be some tweet, tweaks. Uh, well, yeah, well, we mentioned more, those before. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they're a little you, more inclusive in terms of cast. Uh, inclusive with cast, you've got to update the technology to a degree. You oh, know, big certain, time! You know, and, well, we're talking about so in the movie. If anyone hasn't seen it, uh, pump up the volume, Christian Slater. Go see look, it. It's yeah. still a good watch. I think it's, it's actually on HBO right now. So oh. if you have HBO, watch it. If not, you can run it on. Yeah, you Amazon, know, I mean, I'm I have sure. to go home and watch that now, just because I'm like, oh, it's on the brain. Yeah, so I, I have I, to watch it. I, I yeah, I'm pretty sure it's still on there. But go watch it. And if so basically Christian Slater is a high school student, parents move him there from New York. Uh, so he's from New York and. Uh, they just it's, moved it's there. It's Arizona, to isn't it? Or they something? moved to Arizona or something. Yeah, yeah this yeah. like small town. Um, the school is like your, you know, it's your evil high school with the evil like principal. The administration. The administration is, is like throwing people out they've deemed under, undesirable. You know, this, this was honestly the and and I, I don't can't remember if we mentioned it before, but you thinking about it now, it just again, this was really like it felt like almost like this was the catalyst time of where those bastard standardized testing started yeah. coming into play and that's what schools were looking at instead of educating our youth they were like well what are the numbers say on the scores yeah, we're that's gonna get more cared. funding we're gonna right. get more funding exactly, uh, exactly. And, and that's yeah that's really what it boils down to in, in terms of the evil plot but it really was a high school kid who who was really very intelligent, especially about setting up his own his own uh, CB radio, not CB. Uh, it was, it was uh, ham, ham ham radio, radio. Yeah. yeah. But like you know, a, a very powerful one, right? Uh, and he did a he did essentially a podcast, a radio show, like a, a, a easy well, access or public let, access. Let's, radio. let's put it this AM way: AM radio. A, it was probably AM, probably AM, and it was probably the closest thing to a podcast at the time. Because you had no idea who was listening. That's right. You didn't take any feedback from anybody. And where part of the trouble comes into spoilers is that the FCC catches wind of it. But, you Well, know, he's already set up for them. I mean, to, yeah, to an extent. but Different. And that's that's the biggest varying line yeah. of between podcasts and the radio yeah. is that the FCC had, had to get involved and blah, blah, blah for the yeah. big. And at the end of the day, it was just it was about it was about the youth that that youth 
uh, having a voice, you know, or right. having some way to sh- to show, like, listen, we're just really tired of this shit, or stop it, or whatever the case is. Right. Because the youth is a pretty powerful voice if used, you know, used for something good. And well, used you, pro- you've got it. it. It's a matter of, and what they perfectly show there is where he, because even technically he was supposed to have the cool parents, but they changed. Like the dad changed with the new job. And the mom was just dr- always drinking wine, going the the typical. Well, you just make some new friends. Yeah, you, you you're a good guy, and kind of giving the the atypical like. Well, the parent, honestly, the parents, I, I think, were displayed more as uh, just like, just does not know. Like they're totally not well, like the dad comes thinks, to, thinks he knows, become, but he doesn't. They, they they become oblivious based on how they've. Yeah. Like, and they use the whole move and a new job for the dad and stuff like that. Because the dad's on the school board. That's yeah, what it is. That's right. So. Yeah, he's he's like, he's actually, basically he investigates the school and he looks into shit. And, and right. he makes sure that everybody is up to par. Yeah. And doing, doing it properly. And that's what he comes to find at the end. But the beautiful thing about the film is is the dialogue, especially when he's doing his thing, oh. is so beautifully written and beautifully acted. And the every every piece of music that's played is played for a reason. Yep. You know, like I know it's like people love Guardians of the Galaxy because they really, you know, James well, Gunn soundtrack, used that. Soundtracks can can tell always a, a been movie a thing. So much. It's yeah. always been a thing, obviously. But with this movie, it was. Each song was like I feel was chosen as part of whatever. It's the atmosphere. I don't know. A, How do I describe sh- it? It's a killer soundtrack. The the songs and the music fit for how someone was talking, how someone yeah. felt, the mood of the room. Is this this is and this is why the soundtrack fucking rules. Yeah, it was. I the, mean, it was literally a character all in itself. Yeah, almost to a, almost to the same degree of the Return of the Living Dead. That soundtrack was awesome because you had a bunch of great punk rock bands yeah. and stuff like that, but it fit the mood of how that movie progressed and yeah. what happened in certain scenes. I, I love I, I mean, love it when movies or shows do that and they do it well. Sure, I mean it's a it's it can be a, a bad way to uh, push uh, push a plot or push a scene, or it can be a lazy way if done you know in a lazy way. But when it's when it's done yeah. with care and love. You get soundtracks like Pump Up the Volume or Guardians of the Galaxy, which is a re- really great right. soundtrack. Yeah, for a more modern Mixed, one. Yeah. Man, that's cr- actually, that's making me think of, I'm trying to think of really any, besides Galaxy, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, what, like, what soundtrack has really hit on, like, a recent movie like that? Where they just, not just that good one or two songs, but really had the whole, like, just everything laid out. I don't know. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of movies you can choose from, but I don't know. But definitely some of them are older, like High Fidelity, of course. That, oh, that goes well, without duh. saying. Yeah. You know, um, uh, actually, uh, uh, the Breakfast Breakfast Club is is pretty. That that's on point for soundtrack. Yeah, Absolutely. So it's not, I wouldn't say it's the best, but I mean, it's, for the movie, it's it, it's it, it it's fit perfectly perfect. for the time and yeah. for how all the scenes were set up and yeah. Yeah, but I mean, there's quite. I mean, there's there's tons out there. I don't know if I could go sure. through. Yeah, just see, and of movie course, soundtracks. of course, now purposely trying to think of them is where my brain is just going, and and it's like oh, I was shit. I love the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle soundtrack, the first movie. I used to have that soundtrack. That and I'd had TMN the uh, the sequel as well. Well, Vanilla that, Ice, Vanilla Ice, Go oh. Ninja, Go Ninja. Oh, go. I fucking that was my song, dude. 
I was I was all into oh, that song. Man. Well, I was much. I, I'm, okay. I'm a little younger, so that's true. I mean, I love the the Turtles movies. Don't get me wrong, you know. But it was definitely by the sequel where it was just like okay, cool, and then like really Vanilla Ice. Yeah. Even even uh, even even me and even me and the kid have we when I showed her that movie. Yeah, and it gets to that part. Even till now, like we go off on it. It's my jam. Go ninja, by, by go ninja, means, you, go. You go off on that. Whole oh way. man, ah, what a great yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a great movie. That's one of my favorites. It, it That's is one a fun I love. That, that, that was the secret of the use, right? That yeah, secret the of the use. Yeah, you take the ugly one. Which one's the ugly one? Like it just had yeah. really good. It was just fun. That's that probably. Yeah. I love the original, but because uh, that's one of the first movies I ever saw in movie theaters. But really, yes, that's okay. But that that is definitely uh, the sequel. I'll always love the sequel a little bit more. Fair. Like Tokar and Razor. Again, that, that's where I'll give you your your age as as a as a pass on that one. Yeah. So. Yeah, I didn't I didn't learn like other different even older things obviously See, until I was older. I, I so still, I still think the original one because you also had Sam Rockwell, menthols or regular. That's right. When he's giving out cigarettes to underage kids, you know, it's like. <laughs> wow, I mean, shit, yeah. you would not get away with now, dude. Oh no way, not even no in the way. Cl- I, I I wonder. <laughs> I wonder what the parents, when some of those kids are too young and they had to, like, sign off on them. Right. Well, I mean, they, they were, I, well. Because they were, I mean, those were real cigarettes. They weren't, like. No, the the boxes may have been real. Well, they could, have, they could have been prop ones. Movie, movie magic, sir. Movie Hollywood magic. Because I've learned that there are, because, again, I've been helping my friend Becky with her projects. So you learn about, because she she's doing things legit ways, like, because it, hers involves a lot of weed smoking. Okay. You legally cannot have be smoking weed on the sets, you know, the right. actors. So you got to make it look like. So it. there's actual like fake weed, fake cigarettes and stuff that you can buy. And it does, it may like, and what a lot of it is, is even just tea. You're, you're just burning tea and it smokes and looks the same way. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. It, it's like Hollywood magic, sir. Well, maybe, maybe, I mean, maybe they, maybe they were, maybe it was just one of I, those that. It was one of those trick ones that they just smoke on the end, you know, for oh, effect. Oh, very much so, de- depending on the scene and how they shot I, it. I would have to watch it again. Uh, I noticed there was a lot less of that in the second one. You oh, yeah. did not see. Oh, yeah. The first one was definitely a little bit darker. Things, things had progressed a, l- a little bit more and, you know, but... Uh, that was a fun movie to share to share <laughs> with the kid. Actually, on that same uh, of kids' movies and, and watch, we actually saw Sonic 2. This past week, yes. Which Logan, like I'm just. I won't spoil it for you. I won't spoil it for you. Please, because you. I know, like, like I said, Logan's birthday is coming up in a couple yeah. weeks, and definitely, I think that that's going to be a. I mean, it's not like there's these like major. Pl- it's not like Endgame it, style Sonic plot points. It's Sonic the Hedgehog. I mean, but it is. It is. Uh, it is exactly what it needs to be. Just like the first one was. Right. Super enjoyable. Uh, you know, me and me and the kid were like we were just. We were just laughing and having a good like it was just one of those right. movies. So, I I definitely suggest that you go and try to go see it in the theater if you can. See it safely, yes. uh, if at all possible. Wear, wear your mask if if you're gonna if if you're gonna wear one. You know, be obviously be right. safe about it. But with all that said, see it in the theater if you can. It's it's yeah. That, that's why I want to try to even yeah. before his birthday. I wanted like that's one where I'm just like I know he's gonna love it. Mm-hmm. 
You know, because we've talked about, like, we, you know, we have the, the new Jurassic World coming out. Yes, Fall you know, Kingdom. of course, again, because I mentioned summertime, you, you know, we have the summer blockbusters are kind of back on course now. You know, between Marvel and some of the other properties and stuff, That's right. it's, there's some heavy well, hitters I, coming out. I'll man. tell you what, speaking of heavy hitter, uh, Jim Carrey is um, is 100% just the the best him and what he does. Yes. Especially in these Sonic movies in a long time. Right. Uh, obviously, Eternal Sunshine and, and certain other things. The Truman Show. He's, I mean, he's, he's a great actor. I think he's a great, great actor. I really do. But comedian-wise, yeah. like, I've always loved him. Yeah. And what he did with that character actually made it enjoyable. I mean, anyone could have came in. It would have been cheesy as fuck. Sure. But not Jim Carrey But cheesy. he made it. I but, mean. Yes, but his cheesy was just, it wasn't cheesy. It was natural. Right. It was just natural. Jim, Jim Carrey just has that knack, man. Because even, like, in some of his serious stuff, it's it really, like, I mean, he gets it, dude. Like, he knows how to, I don't know, man. It's just the way he pulls off stuff. Um, anywhere from, you know, where, where he kind of took a deep dive off of things for a while, like um, when he did Andy Kaufman. Mm-hmm. That movie... You know, he kind of went a, a little bit off the wall, but he did. Oh, he went method with that. He did, he went super method, but he, from what I hear, it, that was the ultimate Andy Kaufman imperson, impersonation. And nobody I, could, I don't think anybody else could have done it. I don't think anyone else has tried. They would fail miserably. Oh, every. Like nine out of ten times. Mm-hmm. But overall, Jim, I talked to him like, he, you know, Jim, you know, he's our buddy, Jim Carrey. I wish I was buddies with him. Really, I would. I would love to be able to talk, have I a think conversation. That would be with interesting. Him. Well, he. I think he said he's retiring. Well, he made it. It's like a joke, truth, you know, sort of like part joke, but right. mostly truth. It seemed like that he was ready to retire. That he had done enough. He, you know, he is enough. Like he's accomplished what he. You know, he doesn't need anything. He's got enough. So he just wants if to focus he, on painting and doing what he does. And I'm like, you know, I get that. <laughs> Why not? I mean, the, the dude is the dude has put in his time. Mm-hmm. He's put in more work than so many other actors over the years. And if that's all he wants to do, man, by by all means, let let him carry on the way he wants. No, I can... you know he's one of those few actors where if you heard drama in the news media or anything like that, it wasn't anything stupid. It was. It was more of like TMZ type bullshit of oh him and Jenny McCarthy are getting a divorce. Oh no! You know, I forgot just, that they were together. Yeah, they, they had a child together too. I think. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Wow. So any any of the weird or bad shit you normally hear is the fucking rags, like trying to just get a, a news article. Yeah. You know, like well, she she she. Uh, she always put a lot of fire and she pretty much put a bunch of fire under the uh the ass of like uh anti-vax. Well, yeah, and there was some stuff in like She was um, a front runner for that. So As a parent, I do not agree a lot of things that she's she's written a book about child raising that I really don't agree with. I think just about almost everything in that book. Yeah. Yeah, I could give a rat's ass. Yeah, I'm just like yeah. really? I doubt. I doubt. Uh, I, I doubt mean, you. I, yeah. That, I, I that, would, that's that's not a mountain I'm ready to climb on this episode. <laughs> but I just want to put it, you know, because it, again, that's what happened. But I'm just between, it just surprised. I it kind of surprises me, but I guess not. I just always forgot they were together. Yeah. 
I forgot. I never, I never remembered who he dated. But I, w- I will say that. Uh, well, and again, that's the only reason why you even think about why who he dated is because she, personal opinion, she caused the drama for them to keep bringing their names around when yeah. he was just trying to be like. Because this is what I've, and again, I don't know these people personally, but based on what I've seen, what I've read, interviews separately together, blah, 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 he was doing his thing. He went through, I know, some stuff at one point because uh, I believe pretty early in his career, his father died. So, you know, he had things going on. And based on the way she is now and has been in recent years, I can see heads butting there in that relationship by a long shot. I can imagine like, so. Across the board. Yeah. You know, or it's, yeah, I probably didn't say long shot right. Um, my apologies. But, um. How dare you? I know. You son of a bitch. You know how my brain gets thrown in the episode. It just melts away. Yep. Turns to mush. It does. <laughs> but, uh. <laughs> but I, the way I see Jim Carrey is that I, I mean, a, an open minded dude. He has his thoughts on things. But I have never seen or heard anything from him, at least in the public eye, of where let him be the way he's going to be, bro. For yeah. real. Yeah. I, I like you know? the fact, like I said, he's done a lot. You know, I'm a huge fan of In Living Color. I grew up watching that. Yes. Uh, and that was, that's even to this day, like if I can catch it on TV, like I will sit and watch it. And oh, he's yes. Just, everybody yes. in that show is genius. Absolutely. Everyone on that show is genius. And then he went it on. It was literally groundbreaking for the way that show was put together. Who was on the show. Well, the comedy and the topics that they were uh, Right. They well, were because it was the, the Wayans brothers that, yeah. that created the show. And not only did they have trouble with execs and stuff like that, but for being what, whatever PC term, minority... They they were they were black, so a lot of Hollywood was still like against them for leading something like that. And somehow Fox of all channels, they were able to create the show. Now this is grand. This was before Fox News and Fox became the way it is now. But well, I mean, this yes, it was this was Fox, but and I think you know, like they had uh, Married with Children, you know, so they were never really sh- that that channel. I don't ever remember putting shows on that were shy they, of, of from. Well, and con- this- from anything that was considered taboo or controversial or things that probably needed to be addressed, they weren't afraid to allow the certain shows to address them. Exactly. And they, Simpsons, they did it well. Simpsons, the best description I heard of The Simpsons, because again, for the late 80s and everything, when it, like I, I knew a couple people that were like, and they were parents or teachers or something. And, you know, and being a kid, like you hear conversations, of course, where they're like, The Simpsons, that's a horrible cartoon. Blah, 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 blah. And then sometime later, one of those people, having just having another random conversation with them, they were like, you know what? I actually do like The Simpsons. When I put it in the mindset of that's a cartoon for adults, not for children. Yeah, you can th- you can enjoy it that right. way. Right. These days, The Simpsons is probably more for children than back when it started. I would say 30, almost 30 years ago. Well, that was the thing is that it was really popular, especially amongst my age group, and uh, and the and before, uh, like my older brothers, you know, right, my that, mom, that my mom the... loved the show too. Like I yeah. watched it, I watched it. I had the, I had the the uh, the Simpsons. I think it was like the Bart rap song. Like I had the the, the Simpsons little cassette. It was like right. an album, like of, of Simpsons yeah. songs. 
One of them was Bartman. Yes. I remember when that album came out as well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I loved... I And I was probably like, you know, eight or nine yeah. at the time. Well, but see, and it, and it, it, it's all different because even when these people were like, they didn't even have children of their own, at least at the time. But they were like, kids, that's a horrible cartoon and blah, blah, blah. No, it all depends on your state of mind with it. Yeah. You know, because it it's, wasn't like it was necessarily bad for kids. I probably said that wrong a moment ago. But it was definitely one of those where the jokes were very adult and not in like a certain aspect other than most kids wouldn't understand a lot of the early jokes. Well, that that's the thing is that yeah. it, was, it, was, it was done in a way where adults could enjoy what adults got out of it because they right. could obviously read a little but bit more into it. But it was a cartoon it. and the kids... But kids, and, you know, also jumped. Yeah. And, you know, because you never saw... You never saw The Simpsons as the family you wanted your family to be. Unless right. you came from a really dysfunctional family, uh, you didn't generally go, I, you know, I want Homer Simpson to be my dad. Right. At times, right. he can be sweet, you know, does things for his family. But at the, at the same thing, he's like a gluttonous drunk. So he's... Very you much, know, yeah. a, a sweet buffoon, but you wouldn't go unless you had like a really shitty dad or no dad at all. Like you don't, you're not going to go, man. I wish Homer Simpson was my dad. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, he, and even then, you're still going, eh, maybe. <laughs> but mean, you know, it, it was it, it spoke to both kids and adults, and that was its appeal. Right, always absolutely. Been. It started in 1989, but actually, uh, in terms of the show. But was originally on the Tracy Allman uh, show, right? And I think that was like eighty-seven or eighty-eight. Yeah, or they, well, like they were they were short, so there wasn't the first full episode didn't happen until eighty-nine, yeah. and they look completely different. Oh my god! I mean, because what was it? It was just like because what? It's technically a th- is it thirty-five year anniversary this year? I guess then for the, the Simpsons if my premiering on the Tracy basic Allman show. Math is right. Of uh, premiering on the Tracy Allman show. Yeah, not for Probably. the actual series. Yeah. Probably. I mean, I could, yeah. Because this, it, it, well, the, I think season one was released in 1989. Uh, so, it, I guess with Tracy Allman, it's either 87 or 88. I'm not sure. It's probably yeah, probably 88. Well, that's probably where they got really, because they got popular pretty quickly. Oh, dude, super quick. Like, And, you know, she. I don't think she ever really saw a dime for that until, like, later on. Or she had, there was maybe. some. Maybe. I mean, because she was, she was still acting and stuff but that was like her comedy skit show that she did yeah it was so, she was i think it was pretty popular too that's how the was. simpsons I mean, that's how the simpsons got popular i mean it was on for a couple years well i mean you're you're our tech guy on the show so why don't you pull up that imdb and you know let's take a look here because now the brain is going and like of course we've gone totally off the wall bonkers about ah uh, who gives a shit yeah well you know it's what we do uh yeah, I mean she's actually I mean she she's done a lot. Yeah, you know, I forget how much she's actually done, but I would say. Oh yeah, I've always yeah. loved her comedy too. I mean in general, it's I, I've always appreciated. appreciated yeah, 87, her. 87 to ninety, so it was probably eighty eight, uh, eighty seven, eighty eight, probably those two years, and then eighty nine. The season one started and made it popular, but. Yeah, I remember seeing it on Tracy Ullman's show. Me too. Yeah, yeah. yeah like absolutely. I remember seeing it because my mom loved that show. Yeah, yeah. And I remember she when she watched it. So that's already. So when season one came out, I was already like, I remember already being into it. I was young, but absolutely. But it's it, definitely one of those shows that stuck in my brain. It, it was usually the last show we could get away with before we had to get ready for bed and everything because it was Sunday nights that it came on. Yes. For a long time, I don't know if it still does or not. Um, 
I, I haven't been a regular watcher of the show. I can we catch it streaming? Well, once you once you lost the regular cable and you know oh, where yeah. everybody was sort even when you had like extra channels, everybody was pretty much on the same page. Yeah. So I mean, unless you really stick to those channels, you're not going to know. No, I don't. I mean, I stream most everything. Uh, we we stream a hundred percent in our house. Yeah. I mean, that's just the way it's been for, uh, well, I shouldn't say 100% because we still have hard copy stuff that we watch. I guess uh, it's we, all streaming, though. Yeah. Well, you have DVDs and things that like We still like do the DVDs. I, I still have an appreciation for the DVDs, the Blu-rays, having the hard copy to be able to touch it. Uh-huh. Type, same way with the books. I've never been an, a big e-reader or e-book person. Yeah. I appreciate it. But I, I still want my paper. There is something know, really want... nice. There's like the smell of a fresh book exact, when you open it up. dude. That's a good or, smell. Or when you just find that old book, and even though it's so worn down, you can just you can still read it, but you've read it so many times. It doesn't matter if some of the, the ink is starting to mm. smear because it's so, you know, it's just like. Ah. My, my daughter yeah. and I found next to my bed, I found my, I have the complete like works of William Shakespeare. Yeah. And so I started with just. You know, started like picking through it and reading certain things, and Lorelai was uh, she was really surprised that I, I was reading that. She's like, "What? Like it didn't have pictures?" She really yeah. likes. I mean, she'll read anything, but she really enjoys well, gra- I mean, graphic novels for the most. Like, I mean, a lot of kids are like that. I mean, right. Come on. <sighs> but it, but it was just one of those things where cracking it open because it's an older book too. But still, when I crack it open and I'm, I'm going through the pages, it's just like. The smell and the sound yeah. of, of the, there's just I do enjoy that more than audio, right? But you know, it's almost like she like, she loves reading books as well, so she definitely got that. But she can't fathom like why would you? Why are you reading that? Like that's yeah. too big. There's well, not enough. Oh, you should have seen the this. shock and awe on Logan's face when because in my office, unfortunately, it's still partly storage in my little office space, working remote and everything, but we have books we have bookshelves in there just a ton of books we we can still get access to them when we need them like there's still i i try to get back into reading so much and just some days it's hard to do with my schedule and the mentality trying to stay awake but the shock and awe on logan's face when he was like we have the harry potter books yeah they're not just a bunch of movies dude yeah, they're books. Came from something, and well, and he and he's actually checked out a couple of them from the school library, so he knew that there there were books. But I was like, dude, we have all the books here. Mm-hmm. When I realized that he was doing that, I was like, you could go read a Harry Potter book anytime you want. It's right there. Really? What? Yeah, dude, we keep books in this house. We have, you know, we have some of those. Uh, for a lot of them were given to us by a friend who had, unfortunately had to get rid of them. Uh, but she gave us like books like there's a whole collection of like H.G. Wells. They're uh, Grimm's Tales. Um, I think there's a Shakespeare one as well. You know, like just some of those like they say complete, but you know, you know, it's still missing some stuff. But it has like all their main works and some of the popular yeah, it's probably ones. Probably the abridged version. Yeah, who knows? But they're there. Yeah. And it's just like, and, and I tell my kids that all the time. I'm like, you guys. They have a crap ton of books in their room, mm-hmm. and they still read occasionally. I mean, they still, you know, my my little techie boys, you know, their video games and sure. some of the other stuff. But they have books. We make sure, even if they're not reading all the time, they have access to that stuff anytime they well, want. Well, that, that's that's important. It's like you don't have to force it on them. 
Uh, like it's just like if, like if you want to share a movie with them and they really don't want to sit and watch it, right? There's no point in, in making them because yeah. then they're gonna then they're gonna it's gonna grow to be one of the things like like forces me to watch this, you know? And they might so I'm gonna hate it, right? Ex- do, ex- yeah. I don't want to go do something else. So so it's the same thing with with really with anything, including reading. You know, we try to encourage it. I've got the same thing. I got a large bookcase yeah. with tons of books on it from all different. I've got informational books. Yeah, I've got atlases, yeah. and then I've got you know she's got all of the books that she's grown up with and right. picked herself and uh, and whatever the case might be. And yeah. just at random, she'll go if she's focused on one, she'll read one for a while until she's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when she's here, she didn't have one. Like I'll see her go and randomly grab and pick something out. It's like good. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, but she'll start it and then go to another one. Next, she's got like a stack of three in her room, and I'm like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta finish one. Yeah, before see, you start. See, the that, other. that's part of my trouble as well. Where it's just like, like I'll start reading one. You know, like I'm trying to go back on some of my old Clyde Barker stories and you know stuff like that, which. I, I wish I could share those with the kids, but trying to read Clyde Barker is always like, as much as I love so much of his writing and I love his movies and stuff, trying to read like some of his books and then you're like, no, even just for practice, this is not a good idea for a child to read at all, at all. No. <laughs> like, no. you know, you, you definitely, but then, you know, but I'm the same way where I'm like reading and it's just like, okay, I, 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 I read this much, but I need some something else to keep the brain going, so I'll pick up a different book. Sure. You know, and it's just like one of those where I'm just like, man, I, I probably have at least four or five books marked in completely different spots, read, and I'm just like, and I've got new books I got for Christmas. Shit. Yeah. You, <laughs> you know, you know, got a stack like, of books and you haven't, you haven't even gotten to one or you started one and then went oh, to the other. Dude. You're never going to finish them. No. You are never no. going to finish them. They're going to collect dust. Eventually, you're going to grow uh, to resent them <laughs> in a way like Probably. you see them. I'm, like, I'm why are you mocking least, me? I, I'm hoping I at least hit a point where I have a few years of where I just do heavy reading yeah. so I can catch up on a bunch of them. Whether rereading some of the old ones, like like I love the the original Dune book and some of those series. I'm not, I haven't read the. Full I have Dune never stuff. read Dune. Um, it, I have I I've read the Hobbit, read? but I've never read the Lord of the Rings series. I, well, that's not true. I've read Return of the King when they separated them, but I think there's like a Dune is still a heavy read, but not epic reading like Lord of the Rings. No, I'd imagine it's like it's like reading a transcript from you know uh, C-SPAN. Like, but if you're really interested in the politics of it all, well, I, I will say that this is one thing that, um, because you, you can say a lot of times, you know, like it's still the same, the book is still better than the movie. Mm-hmm. And you can say that about basically a lot of the stuff we've mentioned sure. already. But one thing that the movies have helped with is the understanding and even the pronunciation of certain words. The what? Pronunciation. Pronunciation? Pronunciation. See, I'm not even saying a word right. <laughs> Damn it. How you say a word. Yep. <laughs> That's it. God damn it. How? <laughs> how you, it helps with how you say a word. That's right. That's because right. the pronunciation of it all. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. That's that's why you're the technical mind here. Provincial life. Are we yes. Okay, go ahead. But, like, take Dune. If just reading the book... I had no idea how to say Muad'Dib until they said it in the fucking David Lynch one. Yeah. And you don't even know if that's right, technically, do well, you? Um, or do they have... Frank Herbert... Well, it was... Because um, I'm pretty sure Frank Herbert was already dead. 
But um, like Token, um, he had a son that helped with a lot that they used. I I want to say they used for a lot of the reference and everything for the movies and different stuff. Um, I cannot remember when Frank Herbert died. There's a lot of Dune. I mean, Dude. if you were to... I'll just do Dune, but yeah, I look I mean, at Dune movie or Dune release date. They were so the new one was in October, right? Which I I've seen the original like sort of in pieces, and then it, uh, I'm sure at one point it finished it, but it was a long time ago. Yeah, um, the new one was phenomenal. I thought it was fantastic. Dude, the David Lynch one still holds so much in my heart just because of what he tried to do to make a, an epic story into that type of movie. Even though the special effects were garbage, like uh, Stephen and I were, and even Hobbit were, and I were talking about this the other night, where I still loved it because I thought it told the story better, but the effects were garbage, was back in the Sci-Fi Channel days, back in the old Sci-Fi Channel days, they did a miniseries for Dune and Children of Dune, and they told the story so very well, but again, you had early Sci-Fi Channel graphics, it was horrendous. Well, I mean, I've heard, but, I've heard, or I've read several reviews and and from prominent like celebrity figures who are very big into Dune, like the books and all that. that right, right. Say that this new one is probably the most faithful adaptation of the book. Yes, thus far. Well, yeah. Well, because they, they, it's already well over two, like almost three hours long, and it's only part one. Oh, I know. It's essentially a mini series. Yeah. I. You're, well, that's like Lord of the Rings. You know, each Fuck, each dude. each movie was. Each you mean all the walking? Movie. Hey, I love those movies. Okay, I thought those movies. I were thought the movies so were good. good too. I rewatched them with. With that's another but you rewatch also remember with my what kid and and uh, Jem, and it was. It were, but you also awesome. need to remember what a Kevin Smith fan I am, and it described it perfectly. All the fucking walking. Okay. The dialogue was sharp, but the action when it happened was fantastic. Oh, the battle scenes were phenomenal. They 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 were kick ass, dude. Just to create a world like that, blew well, my yeah. mind. Well, yeah. Well, and I think that that's part of like again where like we come into a lot of the stuff where creating such open ended worlds like that, besides like Star Trek or even Star Wars, um, because they're still expanding their universes, but so many of those. To be experienced for the first time, and it's such a a normal thing now, you know, for like video games and storytelling, where it's normal to have an open ended world, where it wasn't always like that for a good while. Usually, you just had these quick like, because again, the the general consensus was younger people just have such a shorter like um, attention span. Yeah. So they were just like, here's a story, here's a story, here's a story, and that's it. And they left that world alone. No, you take Dune, Lord of the Rings, the Star Wars, the Star Trek. Dude, it's nonstop. You could create... I mean, they're creating new stuff now. Well, they're... Decades they're, they're later. They're self-creating machines. The right. world, the stories, the epic. Now, now, Dune and Lord of the Rings is a little bit more self-contained. I don't think... I mean, well, Lord of the Rings... I know more about Lord of the Rings than I do Dune. And, and that world is... Uh, obviously doesn't span galaxies. So in right. that way is much more open or, or planets or galaxies, I guess, yeah. within. So on in that way, it's more epic. Uh, but I enjoy, I there's there's more mystical in, in Lord of the Rings. There's more 
mystery and age and old. Well, see, and, and see, and that's where the great part is for either one of them. Dune, you can create new stuff, even though they don't. That, and that, that's why I say it's... In Dune, you could create so much more, but they do very little that you're still within self-contained stories and characters. Okay. And, and lineage of characters. You, we definitely need to mark lineage of characters for both of these. Lord of the Rings... Absolutely, the the magic and stuff on how they're able to still tell stories it just spans. It's both well, both just, stories are very generational. But Lord of the Rings did not create did not only created a language, he created languages more than one. Sure, that's that in itself is amazing. Absolutely, extremely detailed maps. I don't know about the Dune book. I have not read it. There are. Um, at least one or two other languages, but uh, I can't remember. I know the there's only one language that they go into any type of depth in, but they don't use it consistently like Elvish or whatever from Lord of the Rings. So th- there's other stuff, but no, Lord of the Rings definitely takes the cake on creating a vocabulary, a way of life, like how they do certain things. Well, yeah, Absolutely. It, uh, they take the cake on that. Yes. Sure. Lord of the Rings is a... It's a uh... It's a complete uh, universe in itself, or complete. It's it's a complete thing with right. civilizations and 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 different beings that all have their own languages, and speak it and show it and have you know maps like it, that in itself is a complete like universe built. Yeah, I don't know yeah. about Dune. But only, I can only do it based on very limited knowledge before and seeing the movie. Right, is that like it? It's not necessarily that deep, more as it is p- political. Oh, it's way more political. Uh, obviously, yeah. It's, politics holds a lot of, of weight in the abs- movie. I, yes. I, I could tell that. Yes. You know. Very much so. But there's stuff that they still don't, uh, that come up in like later books and, and stuff that aren't even talked about in any of the movies or miniseries that have already been done. Oh, I'm sure. You know, there, there, there's, there's not a lot. But there's enough to keep the connection and how they pull certain things together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and and it's not like just a oh well we got to make something up real quick. It's a it's planned out, you know. But oh, I'm sure it's methodically planned out. It's got to be. Man I just for, don't. I just don't think that they, in terms of the completeness that like Lord of the Rings provides you, even The Hobbit. I don't think that Dune or uh, can touch it. But again. I have it's, I have not read the book, so I'm sure people out there who well, have read and, both and, and know shit. Let's even clarify will rip this. Me apart, I, I, I grew up more sci-fi nerd as well than well, fantasy. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I I grew there, up a sci-fi always, nerd as well too. I, I honestly I didn't get into Lord of the Rings until the movies came out. I think I'd read a Hobbit in high school because that for a report, right? Um, and I enjoyed it. But I never went really deep into. Oh it. yeah, I mean, I I remember reading through the books before when I was a teenager, but it wasn't like I was like, "Eh, give me my Stephen King back," you know, <laughs> where I was just like, "Give me my horror." I didn't my... read a lot of Stephen King. I really wasn't a lot of science fiction. Even today, I've got the same books I've yeah. had since uh, since like elementary school. My favorite book, and I still have it, is The Time Machine. <sighs> still, always, I love yeah. that book. I just killer book. Yes, killer in general. Yeah. Yeah, um, and I mean the War of the Worlds transcript book I've got. I have yeah, I've nice. had the same one since I was a kid. Like I absolutely love that that story. That alone is just a what a wonderful what a wonderful Dude, those, uh, non-meaningful see, trick played on very scared ignorant people. Very much so. At the very time. much so. 
Well, I, I mean, uh, it's easy to believe you can put we'll pull one over on a, on a large crowd, especially when everything's pretty much done over radio. But still, Tommy Lee Jones from Men in Black, man, may be the smartest person ever, but they put him in a group and they become the stupidest people that can be. That's not an exact quote, but that that's is very paraphrased. Yes. yes. But in, in a lot of, I mean, other movies and shows have said that where, like, you can have the smartest person and put them in a group of the other just as smart people. But as soon as you basically get that herd mentality, they become stupid as hell. That's true. Guilty as charged right here. Yeah. We've all been there. That's not a, that's not a finger point at anybody specific. That is everybody. That's, yeah. Everybody. Yeah, I mean, we all have a tendency to fall. Like, there are leaders, obviously, and people who more well, they're more innate leaders, I would say. Like that, but in general, people tend to follow very easily, especially when they don't have that critical thinking part of their brain that says, "Right, this you know, one of these things is not like the other. Like this well, information is not does not jive with reality." Especially if you get any peer pressure from people you know. Uh, here's the quote, by the way. So oh, pull it up. thank you. A person is smart. People are dumb, panicky, dangerous animals, and you know it. And it's true. Yes. Like individuals, I've all, personally for me, I've always enjoyed speaking with an individual versus right. being in a crowd. Absolutely. I, I, don't, I notice even when we all get together, I don't. I, I'm 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 in the corner talking at least with one person. Like I well, honestly, let, let let's put it that a lot, especially with GUI, that happens a lot. Where and it's no like no preference. Because what what we'll do is basically start switching up every so often. It's that we two, all or, two or three people will start having a conversation. Another couple people will have their own conversation. Someone will overhear something else, and we all talk. Over and then crossover, yes. and then two two or three different people will start having a, another conversation. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and listen with your podcast crew when your podcasters like us. You, you, holy shit. You are people, you're, it's not usual where it's like one person is speaking and the other one's listening. You'd think that would be the case. No, no, it is. We are just like all at the same it time. Is, yeah. Oh my God. All at the same time. But we, all of it. That's how we talk. That's how we get together and speak. If you want to, very true. The inner workings of, and then that's probably why there are some people that hang out with when they're hanging around with us in a group. They're just they're just sitting there. Like I've caught people, yeah, just sitting there looking at all of us, going, "What the yeah. fuck is going on? What did he say? What did he say? Yeah, are they like, saying the same thing? I can't tell. Are they gonna fight? No, they're not mad at each other, right? But it, it's it's like definitely oh wait, no, like, they just hugged. Oh, yeah. yeah, so. I, so a nice little clusterfuck to end the episode this evening. Oh, is it done? Uh, yeah, we're about at time, and I, I think it's getting late. Yeah, it's it's we're getting old. late, and we've we've had a good run. I as much as, like any episode, we could definitely ramble another hour or two easily. Mm-hmm. But I figure I would like to end this off though with a cool dad moment, which I always I always love. Absolutely. I, this past weekend, I had my kid. We watched uh, Spider-Man No Way Home is on digital, so we rent, we got it. Nice. We rented it and watched it. We had already seen it in the theater. And right, I, I right. knew how she'd react, but I was like, when certain moments came up in the film, if you haven't seen it, I, you know, go watch it. It's on digital. It was in theaters forever. Like, if you haven't watched it and you're a fan yeah. and you're going to watch it, then go ahead and just turn this off in five, four, three, two, one. All right. Spoilers. Spoilers. So... In the movie, when it gets to the point where all three Peters are, uh, they're fighting, but then they get 
they they kind of pull themselves back in uh, and they talk over a strategy, a plan. And right, they're all right. like Peter 1, to Peter 3, and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, every, yeah, yeah. Every single time, though, I even rewinded it. Every single time we do that, she would get up and she would clap. You know, and it was just one of those moments like where That's she funny. genuinely felt that much joy that she had to get up and clap. Yeah, and she was absolutely t- watching it. I could tell that she was also tired, but she was so into it. Right. But I found the energy to like jump up in the air and basically clap and cheers. And it was just one of those moments where I was like, "That's cool. Like that is a cool when yeah." It's, because in that moment, they're not thinking about anything else. It's not about school or social media or anything. It's like it was just that very pure, clean moment of I'm excited. This that made me happy. Yeah. Even if it was just a, like a movie, but it was like. What they the hope or they were conveying just made her so excited she had to get up and and clap. I just it just made me happy. I'd yep. share that. Very I, much. I, so. I got a good kid. No, absolutely. <laughs> and you got great kids too. I do. They're they're nuts these days, but they're great. And I I've just got to have a little side story because that made me think because of even talking Marvel and stuff. I I've got to go back in my memories and find the video, but. The first Doctor Strange movie we had when it came out on Blu-ray or whatever, I showed it to Logan, and Logan's only like two or three. I, if if we had Leland, he was only a baby. I can't remember the year. My timelines are horrible. <laughs> I caught him perfectly. It was during the 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 again spoilers. If you haven't seen the first Doctor Strange yet, for some oh no, reason. you're fucked. You ain't got right. spoilers. It's too old now. Whatever. Um, it's the part where the cape is helping him fight some of the the bad guys yeah. and stuff. And I was able to pull the phone out real quick, and I was sitting on the couch, and Logan's kind of standing on the couch. He was That's how small he was. He was able to stand on the couch and like kind of have his hand on my shoulder and stuff to uh-huh. balance. I was able to catch the phone, flip the video around, and start recording. His reaction to that fight scene was hilarious. Hands up in his mouth. Ooh! Ah! And he's making all these noises. I cannot wait until I've got. I I hate going through the memories on Facebook to find stuff like that. That video I will never forget. But he was just like, like you said, just it's great when they you catch him in that moment of just like pure fun. Yeah, that's awesome. Love it. Yeah, it's it's definitely that pure joy. It's a beautiful thing. Absolutely. Uh, I did the same when I brought my my kid to, uh, got to go to Disney. And I remember at the end, uh, well, they have this big end of the night, you know, thing at uh, Magic Kingdom. And, you know, there's fireworks. Oh, the the parade that we do and stuff like that, right? Cinderella's Castle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, it's amazing to watch. And I had my kid on my shoulders. And I just remember, like... The excitement coming from her, uh, like, I, I started crying because I was just like, I was able to do, like, and she was old enough to remember, so it was like, I was able to do this one thing that my parents could never do, like, they mm-hmm. couldn't do or didn't ever get yeah. a chance to do, and I never thought I would be in a position to do that, and that's one of those memories, like, if, you know, if I, if I die tomorrow, like, that'll be, like... That'll be, and I go wherever, that'll be a, my the, lasting memory right the, there. Um, your life flashing before your eyes. and Yeah, you know. yeah, it'll be that and her, like, dancing at the end of movies with in the theaters, like, up in the front. Right. Which, she's getting older now, so it's less cool to do that stuff, but... And catch her at the so right... So you start holding it's, on. Well, it's it's moments like that where you, they, they say they get too old for... Lo, I get the same thing from Logan about a couple things. Yeah. But if you let them go and kind of catch those... Th- those moments are still there. You just can't... 
always make the production about it yeah. as you used that, to be able to I think that's what was so wonderful about like watching Spider-Man No Way Home and seeing her reaction and yeah. it's like oh it's still there Yep. She's still absolutely like there's still my my little my you know, my my little kid, my little my little girl were you know, for however long now, I don't know, I got maybe a year, six months. But yeah, so far those things are still cool. So just wanted to share that and I'm sure a lot of parents out there if they've 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 gone through situations like that where they know it's it's no longer like you said, they might do it when no one's looking. You know, like dance like nobody's there, sort of situation. Exactly. Yes. Uh, yes. So, guys, we we're definitely going to wrap up on the ha- um, we'll wrap up on the happy moment now instead of go. just going off all crazy and everything. Of course, guys, feel free to you know uh, share whatever you may have out there as well. If you ever want to feel like you reach out, whether you want to share a happy story, if you need any help. Uh, you feel like just maybe some extra support is needed for anything in the parenting needs or just need that ear to hear what you got. The Geek Fathers are definitely here, of course. Reach out. Uh, I actually haven't given this out in a while, but always remember um, if you do want to keep it private, we have the email address, which is geekfatherpodcastgui at gmail.com. Of course, for if you just want to reach out for all the fun and good times that you don't mind sharing public, we're on Twitter at Geekfather1. That's at Geekfather the number one. Instagram still Geekfather GUI. Uh, and of course, Facebook, just look up the Geek Fathers and you'll see these two lovely faces shining back at you with our little uh, profile picture and everything. <laughs> uh, but guys, thank you very much. Uh, remember to catch up with all of our old episodes as you're listening to this one. Be sure you look up. Uh, on GYPodcast.com. Check out all the shows, especially, again, as a reminder, we have GY Flagship's seventh anniversary episode coming out very soon, uh, which you'll be able to hear myself and a couple of the other showrunners, of course. Uh, we reminisce and we go way, way off the rails with just some fun conversation for the anniversary show. Uh, and while you're, of course, at GYPodcast.com, you click on the link to see our friends at Public. Uh, all the designs, uh, again, uh, Smash and I are still very much working on a couple of new ideas. Uh, again, just timing, so that that's why I say um, summertime. I want to say hopefully we have at least one of them, if not at least two. So uh, fingers crossed we can get those done, but we also want to make sure they're done right. That's so right. That, that's, that's the biggest thing there, guys. But thank you very much for joining us. Uh, the Geek Fathers are here. We are the one tribe. We are one village. Just don't forget, join us. We'll cry. My name is Amy Bogard. And I'm Mike the Hobbit. And we are the hosts of Deeply Upsetting, where we use our expertise to answer your most upsetting hypothetical quandaries, such as what non-wigged animal deserves wings? And what body part deserves a secret mouth? Which cryptid is the worst roommate? These questions and more that plague you will be answered on Deeply Upsetting, available anywhere you get your podcasts and at GUIPodcast.com. 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 <laughs>